Wellness Plans, featuring Leslie Kasanoff and Angie Yates on Alternative Health Tools podcast, where together we discover alternative health tools and also explore integrative healing philosophies for both individuals and practitioners. Hello, hello, this is Angie, your co-host for the wonderful Alternative Health Tools Podcast. And this is Leslie. And we're all about discovering healthcare tools and exploring integrative healing philosophies for both the individuals and the practitioners. And today is all about the sane approach to wellness plans. And so you're going to get some fun here. The idea is for you as a practitioner to have a roadmap of clarity when creating wellness plans for your clients. And for clients that are listening, it's for you to really know what your practitioner should be doing when creating a health coaching plan, a wellness plan, something to take you to the next level of health. And as we move through the first of the year, a lot of folks are going to want to have those plans, those, you know, I want to be healthier, I want to be better, and all that starts happening. Actually, that can happen anytime. So, but we do it more at the beginning or the middle of the year when we do a review. So we're going to start knocking out our SANE approach. I'm going to give you the overview, and then Leslie and I are going to dig in with you. So the SANE approach is all about the supplements, the ancillary, the nutrition, and the emotions. And why do I say that? Because in my experience of working with over 5,000 clients, I know that if we approach this with those four pillars that you as a client and you as a practitioner are going to have success. So we know that works. So here we go. Supplements. So let me just talk a little bit about supplements. And then, of course, Leslie's going to pitch in her two cents as well. Supplements are a necessary evil sometimes, right? So when you're deficient in a particular a nutrient, sometimes you have no choice but to utilize a supplement because you can't eat enough potassium rich foods to get your potassium up, right? I mean, that's just how sometimes it works. At the same point, it's all about the root cause differential. So why are you low on potassium, right? So that's really what we're looking at. But when you're using supplements, you're using them for a purpose. So I like to say supplements should be used for a purpose-driven result. So why are we taking a supplement? What are we expecting the outcome to be? And what's the timeline for this supplement to actually do its job? And I'll keep potassium as an idea. And then Leslie uh, will give us our, her opinion too, because let's just say potassium. Let's say that you show a deficiency in potassium, whether it's muscle testing, blood testing, whatever you're using for your assessments, and you keep giving potassium but then at some point you have to figure out why do you keep needing potassium, <laughs> right? Is the, is the adrenals um, burning it through, you know, using so much of it or why is that? And that's, and that's exactly it because ideally we would, we would like to have our body functioning in a state that's where it's healthy enough and you're feeding it the right food and you're doing all the proper things that you don't need supplements, so if you do need something, what's the underlying cause? It's about digging digging into that. Yeah. You know, I've worked with clients before that literally are like, well, I'm deficient in, I'll use potassium because that's who I've worked with a lot. I'm deficient in potassium and I keep taking potassium, but it doesn't want to hold and all these other theories out there why it won't hold. And I look at them and go, 
and how stressed are you? Because the adrenals are flat mm -hmm. using potassium, right? I mean, they are like, give me more potassium to function. You have bacterias and parasites that love potassium. So again, when you start digging underneath the root cause, you really want your practitioner or you as a practitioner to keep digging underneath, underneath to determine why does someone need a nutrient for long periods of time? And additionally, what is the environmental lifestyle? Because like Leslie said, your goal is to really get the nutrition, digest the nutrition, assimilate and utilize the nutrition. So it's not this constant massive amounts of supplements. The pill for an ill is like so out, <laughs> right? It's so out. <laughs> It just does not work. You know, I mean, it, it, a pill for an ill has ultimately gotten us where we are, which is basically the sickest that we have ever been in, in our existence. <laughs> it has. And though, you know, I honor everyone that would like to try something natural. So they're going to try a natural pill for their ill. But at the end of the day, right? why are you ill? Figure it out. A Go natural pill for their ill. I'm not quite sure. What... <laughs> you know, you have a headache. So instead of using a over-the-counter headache drug, something right. you can buy over the counter, you're going to use willow bark. Well, that's great. Right. Yeah. Or you need blood thinning properties. So you're going to do an aspirin, which we know creates GI distress and makes holes in your stomach. Right. And it's still an it's still an allopathic approach. Right. That's right. So, or you have, I don't know, XYZ, and you're going to use a natural version of XYZ. The the bottom line is is finding that root cause. So when you're working with supplements, the key is to utilize why am I using the supplement? What is the outcome I'm expecting from this supplement? And for how long do I need to use it? as you align all the other aspects. So let's move to ancillary. So A for the SANE approach is ancillary. And ancillary are those tools that could be third party, depending on how you practice or what your genius is. But they are the tools that we're using to, to make the goal, whatever our goal is, to, to be able to reach it. So an ancillary could be uh, massage. Let's say we're working with lymphatics and we're like, we need support. Uh, echinacea or even astragalus is helping us in lymphatics as a, as a supplement, but we need dry brushing. We need rebounding. We need lymphatic massage, or we might need chiropractic care, right? Right. And we might need, depending on what else is going on, we might need acupuncture or, I mean, there's a whole slew of things that, and, and I guess when you talk about how to move forward. That's more the emotional. So we'll get into that later, but I'm thinking in terms of things like what I, you know, what I'm currently doing, the coaching and consulting. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So when you're partnering with coaching, consulting, a practitioner, whatever professional you're working with, and if you're a professional using the same approach, you're going to get those better results. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the same thing you do, Leslie, when you do coaching and consulting, you're looking, okay, do we need a supplement? Well, why are we going to use a supplement? You know, we're not against supplements. We're against baskets of supplements. Right? <laughs> Yes, they're like, not so cool, right? We're not against ancillary. We believe that ancillary, and I've seen it in over 5,000 clients, that ancillary is supportive. But doing right. 
chiropractor alone doesn't always get you the result, right? It's, it's meshing all that genius together. Exactly. Then you move into the end for nutrition. So I always like to do nutrition. What are you taking away? What are you adding? And what are you going to neutralize? Because the person on the, the pot of coffee a day, when you're working with your coaching that you're doing, Leslie, isn't going to get up the pot of coffee. And on day three, <laughs> if they did, nobody wants to be around them. That's right. <laughs> and the thing of it is, is that if they're not going to give up that pot of coffee, then there has to be that workaround. And it's up to the client and the coach or the ancillary person together the clinician, whoever, to figure out what that approach is going to be. How are we going to neutralize that pot of coffee? Right, right. You know, <laughs> how, can, how can we take the stress off the adrenals because they're being constantly stimulated by that mm -hmm. pot of coffee, right? So what supplement do we feed the adrenals to help build them? Mm -hmm. How do we, what do we replace that coffee with, right? There's dandelion root, there's chicory. I mean, there's options. And, and then how do you taste like coffee? <laughs> Exactly. So you have to look at what are they willing to do and how can we get them there, right? Yeah. Awesome. And then the E, and then we'll unwrap these even more, but then the E is emotions, right? So the emotional component, we know nothing mm -hmm. begins until there's a thought to begin. So whether you study Bruce Lipton, whether you study uh, Carolina Miss, I mean, there's so many out there, Deepak Chopra, mm -hmm. they all talk about how the emotions impact. And as a full mess of shaman, we look at that impact as a generational or an ancestral impact, right? So if you got your mama's nose, you got all the emotions that came with mama's nose. And so we're looking at emotions even deeper, now, now that's, I, I want you to unpack that a little bit more, the whole thing about ancestral, because that's something that I really have always been intrigued by. So what we look at is we know that DNA is duplicated and we know that we have um, cultural tendencies, we have genetic tendencies. I mean, there's all these studies out there, but we also get that emotional tendency. So it's the same way of, oh my gosh, I'm becoming my mother right? So many people go, oh, I'm becoming my mother. Well, it just isn't epigenetics. It isn't just your environment. There's an innateness in you from that emotional piece of who you are, because you had pieces of mom and dad, obviously, that brought you to where you are. But when we look at shamanism, we go back and we say, what are those characteristic traits? And is that a generational curse? Is that a generational habit? Is that a generational or ancestral impact that we can take steps to heal, release, adjust? I mean, it's a, there's a whole process to it. But you really look at that. And, and we're really experiencing that right now with all the shifts we're having in the world. A lot of emotional triggers are coming up. So I encourage you to listen to that podcast. We really unwrap it in that one. But we're recognizing why am I emotionally triggered or charged by XYZ? And it it may not be your mama's nose, but it may be a tendency in which you were exposed to and then she just simply has in her family. So using an emotional tool as part of your sane approach is going to be very valuable as well. Mm -hmm. So let me give you some examples of this for everyone listening. So we look at the sane approach and we say our health coach that we're utilizing, right, that person that's holding you accountable for whatever reason, I have a personal trainer that holds me accountable every week, multiple days a week. 
because I need that because I won't show up. So sometimes mm -hmm. we need that extra set of accountability. And it's not because we're weak. It's because we just need it. It is just who we are. I need it. Or I wouldn't show up at the gym. Who am I trying to get? Right. I don't care if it's on my list. I don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So when you're working with the client and you're, you're, they're coming to you with experiences in which they want to experience. And as you co-create with them, you're looking at a sane approach wellness plan. So you're looking at the physical aspect, which is that supplement aspect. So again, you go back and let's just use, let's just use thyroid. Let's just talk generically about thyroid. When we're looking at supplements, we're looking at that thyroid. Is it hypo? Is it hyper? Is it going back and forth? What is it? Is this an iodine deficiency? This, you know, if we go to nutrition, do we need to add some seaweed? Whatever that is, but we're looking at the supplements as are we adding to, are we trying to take away, are we trying to neutralize? with your supplements. And so you would look at that for a thyroid or you would look at whatever conditions your client or you as a client are coming to your practitioner and you want them to not give you a pill for an ill, but rather you want them to give you something substantial that's going to, or substantial that's going to give you an end result, right? That's what your goal is. That's what I would think. You it, want to get past the stage that you're in so you can move on and evolve. Right. So when you're when your practitioner, your clinician, your coach is saying, hey, take these supplements, that's all great. Ashwagandha is great for the thyroid. Yo, go us. But how long and what's the end result? So you really want those metrics even in your sane approach wellness plan. And then when you move to ancillary, you're wanting to know why are we using this? Like, why are we using a detox bath at home? What benefit is that? Are we using seaweed baths at home? Well, what are we trying to do with that? So really it's asking the questions of why am I using what I'm using? And is it getting to the root cause as a differential to get us the end result? And then what time is that end result, right? What are we looking at? Three months, six months, 10 years? What is it, right? So if we look at thyroid, and we go back to supplements. Let's say we're looking, working with EBV, Epstein-Barr virus in the thyroid. We're going to utilize a supplement to help neutralize and help the body rid itself. The same thing would happen for ancillary, right? So what can we use in the ancillary pillar that's also going to help with that? So it's like, it's a beautiful yeah. thing, right? Yeah. And I like the way that all weaves together. So often we're human we think about what's what's the easiest way to accomplish something. And that's where we tend to get into that pill for an ill kind of thinking. Right, and, right. And my dog wants to go out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, pay attention to me. So when you look at that pill for an ill and you're looking at the thyroid, you're going to look at the situation and say, okay, what are we doing to uh, help balance that. So let's just say we're looking at Epstein-Barr again, and we're going to use the supplement regimen to help rid the body of that or neutralize it. When we get to the ancillary, then we also want to use something that's going to help the body, whether it's a, a seaweed bath, which is feeding the thyroid through the skin, the dermal, or whatever that may be. And then when we get to the end for nutrition, that's when you add the items or take away the items or neutralize it for the thyroid. I mean, like kale, everyone thinks kale's healthy. Well, that's great unless you have a thyroid imbalance. Not so much, right? Say a little more about that. That's something I wasn't familiar with. Yeah, so cruciferous vegetables are excellent for you. Kale's and broccoli and cauliflower. Right. But when you have a thyroid imbalance, those 
all need to be cooked. So your raw juicing is actually negatively impacting that thyroid. And they're called gordrotrins. Say that three times fast. <laughs> and so you would want that cooked. So if they're going to utilize that type of food, which is a great food, I mean, it's a super food, you want to make sure it's in the right form and which is going to support, in this case, the thyroid and how we're using it. So that's okay. what you're looking at, nutrition. Okay. You're, you're not saying don't eat the kale. You're saying if you have a thyroid condition, the kale works better if it's cooked. Yes, because it diminishes the negative impact, just like the broccoli and some of the other products, you know, other foods that you would get, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, mm -hmm. et cetera. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then we look at nutrition and we're looking at that client saying, let's look at your lifestyle and diet and what are you doing that we need to address, right? Mm -hmm. That we need to add, add food or take away food or neutralize and then the same thing would go for the emotions. So then we look at that and we go, okay, if you're doing color therapy, you know that blue represents the throat. And that also is the throat chakra. So emotionally, maybe they're not speaking up, right? <laughs> and then you would do exercises or assessments to help them learn to speak up, even if it's in the tiny little baby steps of speaking up. Yeah. And ancillary then would also be to put the blue light, if you do color lamp therapy, over the thyroid, helping it balance itself with blue light. So lots of tips and tricks. And that's the whole key when you're looking for a health coach, you know, Leslie, like yourself, or you're looking for a practitioner, or you are a clinician, when you implement that sane approach, that supplement for a reason, a cause, that ancillary to help me boost my reason and my cause, and the nutrition to help the overall body and the emotions. Now you have like this perfect alignment, like you were talking earlier, it all intertwines to get you that, mm -hmm. that end result. So yeah. here's the key for everyone. The takeaway is when you are working with a practitioner, a clinician, a doctor, whomever, and if you are a, a coach or a practitioner, especially the health coaching, not everyone actually works with pathogens, which um, when you're working with supplements, a lot of times you're working with pathogens, right? You're working with the viruses, the bacteria, the parasites, et cetera. But even if you don't work on that root cause like that, you can still utilize supplements to feed and nourish the glandular system, which is a lot of times stressed, right? Mm -hmm. It's that adrenal thyroid fight, flight, or freeze behavior. And our society is just so ramped up in all of that right now. <laughs> it is. So that ancillary, you know, Leslie, as a health coach for yourself, that ancillary could be teaching uh, meditation steps mm -hmm. or breathing components, right? How to actually breathe. Because and it can don't. also just be coaching the person to turn the damn television <laughs> off too. <laughs> exactly, right? So that ancillary is really lifestyle. So not only, yeah. you know, not only a third party ancillary to support your cause, what your wellness plan, what your goal is, you know, the avenue, but it's also the lifestyle aspect, which is huge as you deal with every day of your life. And Just making saying. those choices. If there is something that I can't have an effect on, is it necessary for me to sit there and stare at it for a half an hour, an hour, two hours every day, like many people do. Right, right. And so and then that in my face. So then yeah. that drives that lifestyle coaching that you work so great in, it then drives it to the emotion, right? So mm -hmm. why does that, that person you're working with, why do they think they have to answer the phone every time their nasty daughter calls? 
right? <laughs> Why do they think they have to do X, Y, Z, right? So mm -hmm. when you're doing this coaching and you're working in this clinical aspect, working with a, a client, that's how the SANE approach works. It's not just here's my protocol wellness plan. It's taking that health coaching component and you're saying, okay, what ancillary, what can, what tools can I teach you right now in your life? How to do square breathing. You can go in the bathroom. If you work, you can literally go to the bathroom, do square breathing and reset your emotional state. Exactly. Right. And just, just doing those simple things can make all the difference in the world. Absolutely. So when we look at nutrition, if you're wired and tired and in the afternoon, you're looking at, I, I get, you know, I don't know, a Starbucks, Venti, blah, 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 caffeine in a, a, a warm container. You know, what, what can we do nutrition? Because you're going to need that pickup. So we honor where that client is, but we work around that. Maybe they could go for a walk on their lunch hour as they eat X, Y, Z. So is there a spleen involved that makes you tired in the afternoon? Is it truly an adrenal fatigue? Are you in phase one or phase two? Do we need to give you a supplement? Holy basil, sumarut, ashwagandha, right? To feed that. So, I mean, you said it beautifully earlier, how you're just inter intertwining every one of these things, whether you're a full-on doctor of functional medicine, whether you're a full-on practitioner going after root cause, like pathogens of some sort, or even if you're looking at lifestyle and health coaching as a whole, you still have a genius to shift that client's script, right? Mm -hmm. To understand that you're getting triggered. Here's your E for emotion in the same approach. You're being triggered by X, Y, Z because you're trying to prove yourself still to your kids that the divorce is okay. All right. <laughs> right. So then you backtrack that health coaching. So it's a beautiful piece and very multi-layered when you really look at it and you take that same, same approach and you, you put it within your business model, whatever mm -hmm. that is. Yeah. So it's not just, oh, I have to give them, you know, X, Y, Z for parasites. And then I have to, you know, it, you can really customize it for what you're doing. And as a client, you can also customize it with who you're working with. So maybe you're going to a functional doc and that functional doc is all about supplements. You know, typically they look at your blood panels and if you're off, they're giving you supplements. And then you start working with a health coach like Leslie and she's like, OK, let's look at the ancillary. Why are you needing you know, massive amounts of magnesium. There's a reason for that. We look at nutrition. Wow, you're having way too much protein. That's why you're being called for so much magnesium. And you're really just looking at all those aspects. So now you have two or three practitioners that are making you making a complete wellness plan for you. So mm -hmm. that's why I'm saying it's so creative. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. So you can see I'm really fired up when I teach the same <laughs> approach because I believe every practitioner, health coach, whatever you want to call yourself, really, really needs to embrace this to get that full impact with your client and working in collaboration with other practitioners, mm -hmm. right? Because we're not everything. None of us can do, do it all. And nor why would you? I mean, stay exactly. in your genius zone and shine that light upon the world, you know? Hopefully with my rambling, you understand the same approach, how you can use it as a practitioner, clinician, health coach, and also how you can implement it into your life as a client or a patient, utilizing multiple geniuses, multiple avenues to bring it all into who's taking care of my supplements, my ancillary support, my nutrition, and ultimately my emotional movement. 
uh, mm -hmm. because at the end, it's all about emotion. I think that's probably about it for today, Angie. Hopefully everyone enjoyed this podcast, got you thinking, stimulated something, thinking she's insane, but we're going to try a sane approach. It all works perfectly. <laughs> so until we see you or you get to hear us on the next podcast, from me to you, God bless, and of course, make it an epic day.